S&P futures are up 17. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. What makes the perfect workout? Being able to ride, lift, and stretch in one place with motivating instructors. Y'all look so good out there, Peloton. Classes that always work around your busy summer schedule. Push Peloton, you've got 20 minutes of opportunity on this ride. Instructor-curated playlists for every mood. Let's turn it up, come on. Now what if you had it all? Ride it home. The Peloton bike. Nothing like working out from home. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. Britney Spears' conservatorship case will be in court in L.A. again today to address the issue of whether her father will continue to oversee her $60 million fortune. The Free Britney movement, meantime, is growing. The ACLU filed an amicus brief in support of Britney Spears as the pop star tries to break free from her conservatorship. She called the 13-year arrangement abusive in a court hearing last month. Since then, Spears' court-appointed lawyer has resigned, and her mother, Lynn Spears, has requested Britney be allowed to hire her own private lawyer. The ACLU has also teamed up with 25 civil and disability organizations to support Spears' wish to choose her own attorney. That's prohibited by her conservatorship but the organization argues the pop star needs someone she trusts to advocate for her. Monica Ricks, CBS News. This is International Non-Binary People's Day. About one in four LGBTQ young people does not identify with a particular gender. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. PaidForByGovernment.com. Have you heard? A recent stash of 1866 to 1899 $10 Gold Liberty coins has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the 1800s, and less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-800-356-6468, and you are guaranteed a $10 Gold Liberty struck from 1866 to 1899 at the iconic Philadelphia Mint. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These gold coins minted in the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is 122 to 155 years of history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-356-6468. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $40 value, free with every order. Call 1-800-356-6468 now to secure your 1866p to 1899p Gold Liberty Coins before they sell out. That's 1-800-356-6468. I'm Malcolm. I'm a commercial cash management specialist, but I'm also a leader and a musician. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find Malcolm or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com.
Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse at 410 West Union Street in Athens. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Welcome to Sweet Tea USA, where we know our sweet tea, and we like it sweet. Sweet in the morning to get you through the day, sweet in the evening to put a smile on your face. And McDonald's knows sweet tea, too. That's why you can get any size sweet tea for just a dollar. Plus, with insulated large cups, your drink stays cold longer. Here in Sweet Tea USA, everything is a little sweeter. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal as compared to prior large cup. You shouldn't have to camp out at a burger joint to get an internet connection. You shouldn't have to buy a coffee or fries to be able to do remote learning, job interviews, and online doctor visits. So the federal government is providing a temporary discount of up to $50 a month for eligible households on Internet service at home. To find out if you qualify and to sign up, go to GetEmergencyBroadband.org. Sponsored by Heartland Forward in cooperation with the OAB and this station. Back for their Sweet 16, it's the 16th Annual Ohio Brew Week. Now until the 17th, hundreds of beers, select ciders, meads, and more. 22 breweries from all over Ohio. Sponsored by Jackie O's, Devil's Kettle, Little Fish, Eclipse Company Store, and the West End Distillery. Over 200 different beers to try. Go to ohiobrewweek.com for more details. Again today with Coach Art Turf, the head football coach and athletic director here at Inept Tech. Coach, we discussed your upcoming 10-game schedule. You are a member of a conference, as I recall, the Six-Pack Conference. So what kind of a conference outlook are we looking at this year? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because it is a fine conference and we are playing a fine schedule this year. And, and I think it's going to be especially balanced this year. I think anybody could win the conference championship. It's one of them deals where you could just pop the top on anybody's uh, uh, schedule and throw them all in the ring, draw one out, and they could be the winners of the conference. You know, it's going to be real balanced. Cinema State and TNT and, of course, my brother Nat Turf's Bungle State team, DDT, going to be in there for the championship. And, of course, EIEIO, they've been the conference champions the last six, seven, eight years. They've always had a real fine team. But I am looking forward to our fighting oysters being right up in there with them. I think it could be anybody's race. Well, I guess with EIEIO having such an outstanding conference uh, record over the past few years, they must be considered the team to beat this year. Well, I'm considering them to, uh, one of the teams that we're going to beat this year. You know, we play in ten ball games, but uh, we're not looking forward to playing them. They are the ninth ball game, and they're on down the road. We're going to be playing our ball games one at a time. We're just looking forward to playing our first ball game. When that's water under the bridge, we'll look forward to the second one because that's how we play them is one at a time. And I'll be back with more with Coach Art Turf 
in just a moment. And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by Power Wizard electric fence to keep your pets safe and secure and to keep away nosy neighbors with too much time on their hands. Well, Coach Turf, we've discussed your conference schedule upcoming. Let's be a little bit more specific now and talk a little offense and defense. What, uh, what type of defense are the Oysters going to be using this year? Well, based on the uh, kind of defense uh, that we've been playing the last several seasons, I'd say the kind of defense we're going to be playing is uh, frequent. You know, we play lots and lots of defense. Seems like our defense is on the field more than our offense is, and that's not really the kind of defense you like to play if you're going to win the ball game. The kind of ball game you got to play is where your defense is out there just a little bit and your offense is out there a whole lot scoring lots of points. Well, let's talk about your offense. What type of offensive schemes are you going to be employing this year to juice up that offense? Okay. Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because we got a boy playing quarterback this year going to spark our offense, boy name of uh, 12. Uh, third and 12, and Thurden is one of those boys, he can he can run the ball, he can throw the ball, he can pitch out, he can hand off, he can do just a little bit about everything. He's very talented, he's, uh, he's uh, what you call your triple or even a fourple threat out there, he can do so much with the football. Does he have any outstanding receivers to throw to, Coach? Well, that's right. The captain of our ball club, good old Needles Norgan. You know, Needles is six foot nine, weighs 98 pounds, but he is a star of our ball club. He is a ninth-year senior, adds a little stability to the program. He's a star of our ball team, and he's number one in your heart. So our fans can be looking for him on the field. What's his uniform number? Well, o only one that'll fit on his jersey, one. Sports fans for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. laughing at back there the the sound effects of the the art turf show that yeah. we do that people tell me they love those i the, don't uh, the yeah. <laughs> i think some of the words that he uses i can't even remember what it was just just a few seconds ago he was talking about triple and then he had fourthful and fifthful yeah yeah <laughs> Spectacular vocabulary. <laughs> Last night I got a call at home. <clears throat> First of all, you know, with cell phones, you now treat your home phone a lot differently. Um, most people choose to use our cell phones, right? Yeah. Take and your, so take your most phone the, with you wherever most, you go. Most of the calls I get at home are what do you call it? Sales calls. Yeah. Spam. You know, well telemarketing. Okay. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. 
So it's gotten to be now. Now we've kept it because we use it for fax machine from home. But um, anyway, so last night at about ten twenty, the phone rings. Now, if you turn around fast enough and look at any TV screen, it'll tell you who's calling, right? Yep. And I did, and it was a person, and the name was vaguely familiar to me. So I, I, it only rings twice, and then it goes to the machine. That's the way we've, we've got it set up. So I quickly grabbed the phone, and a very nice lady said, it's 1025, Mr. Bohannon was supposed to be on at 1006. <laughs> and you're playing music. Okay. So, uh, you know, Jim Bohannon... That show is what ten to two, or is it twelve? It it replays. Okay, but I mean it's a four-hour yeah okay. segment. Yeah, we run it twice. Yeah. Anyway, music was playing instead, so I started you know calling on our cell phones to various people at the station that. Um, were affiliated with the station that might know why that was happening. Well, it turned out our engineers were working on a little project last night. Yep, they were. And um, so anyway, I think it was uh, 10 minutes later that we finally had Bohannon on. But it was, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes late. Anyway, we apologize, but folks, you have to understand... When you need to do some uh, repairs and things, sometimes you have exceptions, right? Yeah, and when you're working on developing a new event, a new type of broadcasting that may be coming up for high school sports in the fall, you know, and there's maintenance involved with the computers, upgrades, things of that nature. Yeah. Speaking of, we uh, I think we may be in- interrupted at some point. Ten at eight uh, nine fifty this yeah. morning. Yeah. And um, we just had that system uh, worked over a little bit, and so I'm going to watch it real carefully once we get up to it. What we're talking about is, folks, uh, this the nation and the states. Uh, have EAS that's emergency activation systems and um, it can be as simple as uh, an amber alert where some child is missing it can also be severe weather God forbid it could be a bombing warning okay it's all levels and it's a coordinated um, system through the federal government and then through all the state governments as well. Well, um, you have different stations that are throughout the state. There's perhaps a... Okay, well, you have the, the, the big kahuna. Okay, I can't remember the term for it, but the, the station in the state of Ohio is WNCI, right, in Columbus. Then you have LPT-1s and LPT-2s 
And then there's two or three other categories. But uh, we are an LPP, uh, our FM is an LPT2. So there are a number of radio stations that are required to monitor our FM station all the time. And if we send out one of these alerts, they they are supposed to repeat it, see? Uh, so we're on the um, upper levels of, of that thing, uh, our FM. But uh, anyway, why am I talking? I guess it's okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of explains the procedure and the the network mm-hmm. of how those messages would be disseminated should we have to do one. Now, there's even the opportunity for um, a local law enforcement official to know a certain phone number and call it, and they can record their message and it would go out under that, just right here, only in our station. Um, and that's existed for years as well. But every so often they try to improve it, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, great guy, good friend, longtime friend, Greg Savoldi's the head of all of this. And he's also the chief engineer at WNCI in Columbus and uh, you know when I think back of my dad starting nationwide communications for a guy by the name of Murray Lincoln and if you go back through the history of Columbus that was a famous guy but um, nationwide insurance company which had a previous name before that and I American Farmers and Union, I, I don't know, something like that. We do have a caller, and um, let's see here. Let me push all my buttons just right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It was interesting that you picked up, what, your landline? Yes. It was, I one, just happened to be close to it. How does one know your landline number? We have phone books, folks. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever look in your phone book? Not anymore. Well, if you're not with Frontier as a main... I don't want to say anything bad against right. the caller, but this was not a youngster. Okay. <laughs> it was someone that you under... Well, anyway, uh, there are other times that it would be nice to have some kind of central number to call and say, hey, you're off the air on AM, but not FM. Mm. Or, hey, you're uh, not playing anything... Yeah, I mean, there's there's hiccups here, and um, uh, but who do you call when you want to call at ten o'clock at night? That Bohannon's not well, on. Like I, I would, last. I would call Scott's number. What Scott? What's your number? No, he doesn't want to oh, call at that time. Doesn't? Br, <laughs> my number is Br five four nine. Remember that number from Hee Hall? No. When wow. Junior Samples was selling his cars. How do you remember? Here's well, the, these younger ones can remember these old, <laughs> these old things. Well, anyway, I don't have a simple answer for you uh, because there are a few hours, and and they change every day, in which someone might not be here at all. And when they wanted to do this work last night, there was no ball game on. 
because of the all-star game. Well, they also had, um, they were installing a, a, a new switching device. And there was nice music all evening. That was not, that was great. Well, it was only till, um, I think we only played a half hour of music where we should have had Bohannon. And by the way, your Bohannon, Bohannon show has 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and 12 o'clock. So it's a three-hour show, and that's repeated at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. So we run it for six hours. And No, and then one more thrown in. You're kidding. The 1 o'clock is repeated at 4 o'clock, except, and your your office lady says, we, we didn't want to. Anyway, Saturday morning, when I'm waiting for that 1 o'clock show to come on at 4 o'clock, you guys start playing music again because that lady that runs the business there during the day says, well, she wakes up sometimes. She wants to hear music in the morning on Saturday morning. <laughs> so she turned it off. I, they're like, like well, that, truly, I don't fun. know why we should repeat a show three times. But anyway. Um, well, or well, What would you throw on music? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what our station primarily focuses on, with the exception of this show right here. and Sports, sports, sports. Well, yeah, but also sports is pretty important. Just right, not so much in your head. Well. Anyway, I, I didn't mean that as a zinger. Uh, <laughs> the point is um, we try to mix it up a good bit. I wanted to mention uh, if someone like Scott would go to vote using someone's previous utility bill. Oh, boy. Uh, when they get to that station, <clears throat> one... The people at the uh, polling place say, uh, show us some ID, and you give them somebody else's utility bill, and what do they do? Okay, they'll look up the name, they'll look up the address, and they'll look up the signature when you have to sign. And if you have somebody else's bill, how and how are you going to know their signature and use their name? So that doesn't work, Scott. We were talking about Bohannon. Where did this come yeah, from? Yeah, where did that come from? Yesterday, uh, Scott, you all night? Scott barged in on the conversation that uh, you had with the woman. Was it bothering you all night? No, but it's something I was going to say. You don't use a half-assed excuse like a utility bill as a reason not to have a utility bill as evidence. Well, listen, all, all I know <laughs> is I've never taken in a utility bill. Nor have I. We no, have, no, no. and it works. Well, okay, but... But, but they take and look at your name up. They look up your address. They look at your signature. Well, where's your signature on your utility bill? No, but you've signed before whenever you applied. Oh, yes, of course. They have a signature from that. Yeah. And when you put a different signature down, no go. Has your signature changed over the years? Yeah. I yeah, mine has. Change. Yeah, mine too. You know, I sign checks all the time to pay bills here. And I swear, every check is a little bit different. You know what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> I, I notice I can't write as well as I could. Yeah. But that's because, like you say, we're getting older. I guess. The, other, the main reason hey, I, I gotta, called well, Okay. Here's the main reason I called. Really? I want to talk about yellow jackets. I've been invaded by two or three nests. Does anybody have ways of, one, first identifying you've got that nest, 
to how to put that nest to rest, maybe safely without regular chemicals that come out of those cans that say raid or yellow jacket things or something. Uh, I, shoot I would 15 feet. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, I think pesticides uh, are have directions. Directions caution you on what not to do and what to do. And I have no hesitation using them, particularly on something like that. Now. Because they really sting when they bite. Okay. Um, Even bees sting. But, I mean, whatever it is you're working on, it'll list them by name. Right. And uh, how to do it. So I would not hesitate personally from using, like, an aerosol spray on the nest. Um. And then stay away from it for a while. But, you know, they're going to come back to that, those that weren't there in the first place. And then they're going to get this the odor, which is not to their liking, and they're eventually going to leave. I tried that, but that didn't work on some of mine. So I'm thinking of a second solution. You well, you put, can, you you can put also... put a block on it or a, a stone over it so that they can't get in there and can't get back out? Okay, is it in the ground? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Because our thing says, leave it open so the guys that haven't come home yet can come back and the residue will kill them. But, oh, they're still going in and out like crazy, so I, I haven't done the stone thing this well, year. But why don't you just park your mower running over it? Uh, well, they're got, there's all these guys that haven't <laughs> been in there lately, and they're going to come get you too. <clears throat> okay. You know, the ones that... I, I think we've done our best to suggest. I'm just saying, is there anyone that has good solutions to killing those ground yellow jacket nests that might not necessarily be putting gasoline down the hole or... No, I wouldn't do that. And lighten it. <laughs> I've heard of that one. <laughs> and, okay, uh, so folks, uh, anyone can help us out here, 592-6646. Thanks a lot for listening to me today. I've, <laughs> I, I've had a lot that's on my mind, haven't Jeez, I? I? I guess. Wow. I, we we said I guess in. Uh, I think we did in unison. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Um, See you, Barry. Five nine two six six four six for any tips on. Uh, that was pretty entertaining. Oh, what the hell? <clears throat> what the hell were yellow, we just yellow talking jackets. about? Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. That's right. Yeah. All right. Now, I've used, I've I have important stuff, man. We have important right. stuff to get to. Did yes. you know today is National Nude Day? <laughs> what a follow-up to yellow jackets all around the place. They'd be stinging you in places you uh, probably wouldn't like very no. well. <laughs> like there's any. Um, yes. But National Nude Day. Now, Listen, I, I've got to ask you, Scott. To, oh, no. No, please. Okay. Look this one up. Am I what right in now? the world? No, I am not right okay. now. Okay. What? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, are you, are you nude right now? No, I no, am no, not I, nude right now. I can see you. Almost, but not completely. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> so today, National Day Calendar. National Nude Day. It's also National Mac and Cheese Day, yum. <laughs> National Tape Measure Day, what the hell? <laughs> National Grand Mar- Marnier, Marnier, M- yep, Marnier, yep, day, which is a, a alcoholic drink, right? Yep, yep. It's a fruit 
liqueur. Okay, liquor. but I want you to Google or something. <laughs> National Nude Day. Why do we have it? I do not. It goes along with one of the other many questions we have about days throughout the year. That Why do we have this? Why do we need a National Tape Measure Day? Yeah, to go along with the Paperclip Day and... Okay. You know, everything else. But, uh, but so. dig, dig into this National Nude Day. I can't believe it. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll turn to historical this events. Is, this has been a pretty fun show so far, you well, know? I don't know if everybody would agree, but we'll, well that's find all right. Out. Not everybody has to agree with things like that. So not everybody agrees with everything. By the way... I have to get busy and get a couple more guests in, but our next guest is a week from tomorrow, and it is our monthly visit with the mayor of Athens, Steve Patterson. Oh, good. He's he's a good guest. Good interview. He's always... As opposed to a bad guest? That's right. <clears throat> Not even close to that. Okay. So yeah, that would be the alternative, and we. we Are you do looking up this. National Nude Day or not? Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, you're ready. Go for it. Yeah, I was waiting for you to finish up there. Laundry is unnecessary. It's National Nude Day. Enjoy an air bath, or explore the naturist movement. Uh, one thing for sure, the observance offers a way to keep cool on a hot, sticky summer day. Nudist groups around the world celebrate this holiday and take it quite seriously, too. Nudists, also known as naturists. Boy, how's that for PC? Isn't it naturalists? Well, it says naturists. Okay. So, yes, it, it naturalists could fit, too, I suppose. Um, nudists are not perverts. The I don't write them, I just read them. Even though their desire to go... Oh, naturel might be offensive to the conservative population. They are individuals who believe the human body is most beautiful in its natural state. Whether or not you agree with them, nudists encourage people to shed the restrictions of clothing and be natural. Now, noted for enjoying the natural state, one Benjamin Franklin would reportedly take air baths by the open window of his room, <laughs> allowing the fresh air to drift around his birthday suit. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to have a postage stamp commemorating that at some point. Maybe from the waist up. Yeah, could be. Okay, so, so my, my, to observe it. my only story related to this. <laughs> Let me think here. I I would have to go back and look at some of my notes over the years of trips and things. <laughs> but I thought you were going to say pictures. No, 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 no. <laughs> I hope not. Anyway, a group of broadcasters who were prominent nationally and I used to be that. We had an annual meeting down in St. Martin. 
And when you have such a group, like the National Association of Broadcasters Board of Directors, uh, also you have a variety of guests, and they can be senators and congresspeople and high government officials, right? Thank God I can't remember at the moment. (laughs) But um, one of them um, had a session in the afternoon to appear at. I did not. His wife did not. And so we decided to go to the beach. We got to the beach, this particular beach in St. Martin, and as we walked past the dunes and onto the beach, we realized we were the only ones clothed. Oops. So so do we beg to ask the question? She looked at me and she said, Oh, what the hell. <laughs> and took off the rest of her stuff, and yes, I did too. Oh, my goodness. Now, so it's probably very good that I can't remember that senator's wife's name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time when your memory fails you now at the moment, right? <laughs> but it was it was interesting. It was my only experience doing anything like that. <laughs> And um, I was also mercy for, for those of a you a ton younger eating breakfast right now or enjoying a cup of coffee. Okay. Yeah. What a vision! So National Nude Day. I think we've clobbered that one pretty good. Okay. I was going to say they've got a little blurb here on how to observe it if you would like. No, that. no, that's all right. I okay. Think eyes will work. Yeah, I would presume as well. Um, let's see, did we tell you at ten <laughs> at nine fifty this morning we're supposed to have an EAS test. So we're sort yes. of keeping an eye on our uh decoders up here and everything. And um so let's see, on this day, let's talk about historical events. Bastille Day seventeen eighty nine. The French Revolution begins with the storming of the Bastille prison in Paris. By the way, it's now celebrated as France's National Day. 1798. The U.S. Sedition Act prohibits false, scandalous, and malicious writing against government. 1850, on this date, the first public demonstration of ice ice made by refrigeration which was uh, done by a Florida physician, John Gorey, G-O-R-R-I-E, 1850, making ice through mechanical means. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Come a long way since then, haven't we, with ice? Well, Ice, ice, baby. 1933, the all non-Nazi parties are banned in Germany. 1941, 6,000 Lithuanian Jews are exterminated in a, let's see, how is this pronounced? 
the Salisian camp. I think I got that pretty close. And the last one in 1992, 386BSD. That's the number to call. Well, it says, I have a feeling this is like a prisoner number. Well, let's just finish it. Yeah. 386 BSD is released by Lynn Jollitz and William Jollitz, starting the open source operating system revolution. Oh. Software. Software. Yeah. Then it says Linus Torvald's release of Linux. 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 L-I-N-U-X. Yep. uh, Occurred shortly after that. Yeah. Computer software. 386 BSD. Okay. Well, let's look at some birthdays and stuff. Uh, okay, former President Ford was born on this date in 1913. He died, of course, in 2006. Wow, 15 years? That doesn't seem like it's been that long, but I guess it has. William Hunt, William Hanna, I am guessing from Hanna-Barbera. Mm-hmm, yep. That's it. Born on this year, I'm sorry, on this date in 1910. Died in 2001. Okay, these other two, I think I'll need some help with. Okay. Ante, that's A-N-T-E. This is a male. Pavlik, P-A-V-E-L-I-C. Born on this date in 1889, died in 1959. He was a Croatian politician and dictator who founded and headed the fascist ultra-nationalist organization known as Ustase in 1929 and governed the independent state of Croatia, a fascist country. Real nice guy. Okay, and then the last one is Gertrude Bell who was born on this date in 1868. She died in 1926. Gertrude Bell, Gertrude Margaret Lothian Bell, was an English writer, traveler, political officer, administrator, and archaeologist who explored, mapped, and became highly influential to British imperials. Um, Edvai Stevenson. Died on this date in 1965. Uh, actually, he was Adlai Stevenson the second. He was born in 1900. Uh, Billy the Kid. Rough guy. Uh, died on this date in uh, 1881, but he was born in 1859. And that young life is because he was uh, always in trouble. Yeah, the bank robber. Billy the Kid, shot by Sheriff Pat Garrett in what is now known as New Mexico. July 14th is, uh, well, I guess we already mentioned this. Uh, France celebrates Bastille Day. Yep. All right. National Day in Francais. 
COVID stuff. Um, there's, um, I'll put this. There's been a spike over the last three days. Not here, but in some parts of the world and some parts of the U.S. in cases. A spike meaning an increase. Yeah, and Ohio. And um, they're, they're, they're attributing <clears throat> it to the Delta variant. And people who have um, uh, chosen not to be vaccinated. Now, let's, let's talk about that. In the state of Ohio, 48.2% of our residents have been vaccinated. That's one half. Callers, stand by. I'll be right there. But let me finish my point. Uh, 48.21%. 5,635,050 people have been vaccinated. I don't know what I can say. I understand some people are scared. But what will happen to you if you are so inclined to get ill is far less serious than if you get it itself. I've known many people. No, no, that's not true. I've known some people who have, for the next day or two, not felt well. They just... They were sleepy. Um, they had um, a little cough, that sort of thing. But then they're fine. But this COVID stuff is damn serious. Well, especially this Delta variant. Yeah. It is far more highly contagious than okay. the typical COVID case. So we had a caller and... Are you still there? Okay. I guess not. Calls back. Join in. Okay. I didn't mean to uh, make you wait too long there, but uh, 592-6646. This variant, we hear from medical professionals, too. They're saying it is far more lethal and dangerous than the initial COVID spread. And... The test is going off right now at 9.45. This is a statewide test of the Ohio Emergency Alert System, originating from the State Emergency Operations Center in Columbus. This is only a test. The Ohio Emergency Alert System has been designed to provide the public with timely warnings and emergency information. As it's been mentioned, <coughs> Or 
All right. Well, that was successful. It was just uh, four minutes early. <laughs> we had told you that uh, we were supposed to have a test today, and it came through all perfectly. I did notice one thing. 97.1 did not have it, so we need to make sure they know about that. But WATH aired it perfectly. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, I see a caller trying to ring in. Let's do that first. Good morning. You should never make me wait too long, young man. Well, you, you got to be patient, man. I. What's happening? You will incur the wrath of JW if hey, you do. I'd love it. Okay, go for it. Well, I'm sad to see Frank Solich go, man. That's uh, He's a good man. I, I wonder if this is a part of the whole cut and destroy OU or make the major cuts. Uh, I know he's talking about cardiovascular, but I wonder what the real deal is. Huh. Wow. Frank retiring. Good man. Good man. Good man. Good man. Well, to be perfectly honest, um, I had not heard this story yet. Now, Scott, well, that's why I like to give you news so you can get your real newscaster around, even though I like River. Scott uh, had, and he's showing me a screen now with different stuff on it. But um, I had not heard this yet. When did you first hear it? I'm not going to reveal my sources, but... Well, uh, come on. Yeah, it's. Uh, I heard this morning. So. This, this morning, okay. Yeah. So he's a good man. I'll call the sports show tonight, and we'll probably talk about him. But uh, good man. He always spoke to me when, even when we were working out in uh, Well Works together. He always. Uh, he was a very shy guy, but he always would make a beeline to talk to you at least. When he first moved to Athens, he was uh, about a block away, his home. And um, I agree. He's a, a, a good guy. I'm actually surprised he st- he stayed as long as he did. Um, I would have thought he retired a few years ago, but yeah. I just wonder what the real backstory is. Maybe I'm not a conspiracy nut, but no. I just wonder. I just wonder. I mean, uh, I actually I do wonder. I really do. I mean, you got a five hundred thousand dollars salary like that. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. You know, he did. I think he brought in some good kids, and I mean not just players, but I I got a chance to teach some of them and meet right. them up close. They were good students and serious students, and I I saw an increase in the quality of those kinds of students over the years. That was a good thing. And um, let's face it, you know, he brought our football program to a level we had not heretofore been used to, so... Well, a moment ago when you said that, I turned around with a startled look on my face, but Scott Scott was aware of this. It, I guess it broke this morning, right? Right. So um, I had not heard it yet. I yep. agree. I think uh, he's a classy guy. Um, yep. I'm sure we'll all be talking more about it. Oh, and uh, uh, I just wanted to get yeah. my tribute to him and wish him well yeah. and uh, wish the program well as well. Cool. Take care, brother. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, Frank Solich stepping down. Um, do you have anything on that to speak yeah. of? Let me turn on your mic. There yeah, you I, yeah, I do. 
Um, his his uh, response to the media, uh, this is coming from OhioBobcats.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Coach Solich, says after 55 years in coaching, including 16 at Ohio University, it's time for me to step away to focus on a cardiovascular health issue. And he said, went on, goes on to say, I've appreciated the support of Bobcat fans over the years, and I know they will continue to support uh, now head coach Tim Albin. Uh, it doesn't say whether he's an interim coach. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, Tim Albin has agreed to become the new head football coach, agreeing to a four-year contract. Four years. Yeah, so there will not be a search for a new coach, uh, which is – kind of odd uh but uh, a lot of times they promote from within as well so yes and and also i might add that tim, Al- tim albin has uh done a great job yeah i like coach albin i had a chance to work with not only coach solich but coach albin to uh, albin too tim's a good guy and you uh, know um nebraska right is where um, frank came from yeah yeah, and, and Coach when, Albin was also with him at Nebraska. When I – okay, I've had the same seats in the uh, – what's the name of that field suddenly? Peden Stadium. Okay, thank you. Up in the tower for – ever since they built it. The tower, that is. That's That was a new addition to Peden Stadium. Um – when when Frank's when Frank joined the staff it turned out that his son and daughter had tickets right next to us they had four tickets they had often I guess their spouses I suppose mm-hmm. yep likely and um, they were really nice people but they would come down from Nebraska or wherever they were living to attend those games, and we enjoyed knowing them. And frankly, I knew them better than I knew Frank. But Frank was a neighbor, um, well, three or four years in our neighborhood. Yeah, you know, think about this. Frank has touched the lives of hundreds of student-athletes through not only his time at Nebraska, but also here at Ohio University, too. So, uh, you know, there's there's a lot we can thank uh, Coach Solich for, uh, elevating the program and, again, uh, helping to, you know, mold and, and uh, teach young men how to not only be great student-athletes, not only on the field but in the classroom, but in life as well, too. So congratulations to Coach Solich and uh, certainly hope his health is uh, doing well and uh, – will get better soon with whatever issue it is. Uh, and uh, just you know, thank him uh, personally from here, take from a the crack, studio. Take a crack at it. How old is he? I think he's 76, Okay, I want to say. So I, he was the oldest coach in Division One football. I do know that. Okay. After uh, Coach Snyder retired at Kansas State, Bill Snyder was the oldest, and then Frank uh, was elevated into that status there too so um coach Albin, i'm happy for you and your family i uh, wish you nothing but the best uh, again i worked with coach Albin uh, 
super good guy. And, uh, you know, I think he'll do well here at uh, directing the Bobcats now. And if I might add to that, you know, with the new athletic director coming in, it, when new well, athletic directors come in. Did I miss something? No, she's, well, okay. Oh, I Julie Crum. Julie, yeah. I still okay. consider her, you know, uh, here being fairly new, even okay. though she's been here for a while. But uh, times happen uh, that that when a new AD comes in, you know, they they like to bring in their own coaches and their staff, which is not unusual in the NCAA area of uh, athletics. Now, whether that had anything to do with it or not, who knows? Like JW was saying, if there's something more to it, not to be a conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but it, this is it's not unusual that uh, ADs sometimes want to make a change. Now, whether that's, that's the situation here, who knows? Only they do, and insiders. But, you know, Coach Solich has a health issue, uh, according to him, and we certainly wish him well with that. But uh, my, my thanks to Coach Solich, you know, the times I had to work with him and for what he has contributed to Ohio football and Ohio University. How many years now? Uh, 16 at Ohio University. Cool. He had a total of 55 years in coaching. That's Man. a lot of years. It sure is. He was uh, Coach okay. of the Year in 2016. Well, we were kind of in the middle of um, some COVID stats. Um, but let me just, I, I, I'll, given that there's only three and a half minutes left today, let me just once again say, please, folks, be responsible to yourself, to your families, and to your neighbors, and to the society. And get the vaccination. Um, now, um, we may next fall have a little, what do you call it, booster for the Pfizer. Um, Johnson & Johnson is working on a booster that would occur before then for the new Delta Um, but as this thing evolves, the scientists are doing their things, and they're doing a good job. And, um, well, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Nationally speaking, though, 55% are vaccinated. Worldwide, 44%. Here in Athens County, 42%. All right. Well, let's see here. What's this report? Work from home. Well, I don't know if that's that important today with only two minutes or a minute and a half or so to go. Um, what do you got over there? Anything that would just take a moment? Uh, quickly, speaking of sports a little while ago, the Tokyo uh, Olympics are coming up that were postponed from last year. And now, if you haven't heard by now, there will be no fans permitted in attendance because of the COVID outbreak. 
that is happening now in Tokyo. It is spiking in uh, areas of Tokyo and Japan. So the Olympics at this point are still going on, but no fans will be permitted uh, in attendance there too. Uh, Sports-wise too, Jason Preston of the Ohio Bobcats basketball team, formerly of Ohio Bobcats basketball, is staying in the NBA draft. And uh, it's a good decision for that young man. I think he'll uh, surprise a lot of people. There's something about that just doesn't sit well with me. Uh, I'd like to have him finish his college education. No, I think he can do that in the off season. I think that's probably on the radar for him. But uh, you can do things like that now. Yeah, so much I don't know. Well, folks, uh, tomorrow is, of course, Thursday, and we'll have a free-for-all all over again, right? Uh, in the meantime, today, um, let's see, right now we're showing 74 degrees. It's going to be a high of 83. We could have a few rain showers. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A new crop of COVID infections is spreading out across the country. More than 40 states are reporting an increase in daily cases, with the South especially hard hit. For the first time this spring, the CDC is predicting an increase in hospitalizations. Correspondent Omar Villafranca is in Jackson, Mississippi. Across the state of Mississippi, seven children are now hospitalized with COVID-19. Two are on ventilators. This is a mix of kids with underlying conditions and then some that were previously healthy. Dr. Jennifer Bryan, chairman of the Board of Trustees at Mississippi State Medical Association, says children are more at risk when vaccination rates are low. There's really two life choices. It's to vaccinate or you're going to get COVID. Tennessee has ended vaccine outreach to children and fired one health official who spearheaded the effort. Hospitals are still struggling to find staff. Associate Professor of Nursing Sue McFarlane at Webster University. There's a lot of of trauma and stress that that nurses have gone through and of course families and patients have gone through and uh, it doesn't seem to be over yet. Four Iran